The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. Chum! 
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Again. He will heal our land if we will turn once more to him. Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel. Today is a day of prayer, and you're welcome to call and pray on air live. Call 877 877- Five three four zero seven eight zero. Amos, one of what is called the minor prophets, but there's nothing minor about his message. He went to Israel to proclaim to that kingdom the judgment of God. I'm going to share with you a part of what he said to them because it applies today to America. Amos, the fifth chapter, I'll begin reading with verse 18. Woe to you who long for the day of the Lord. Why do you long for the day of the Lord? That day will be darkness, not light. It will be as though a man fled from a lion only to meet a bear as though he entered his house and rested his hand on the wall only to have a snake bite him. Will not the day of the Lord be darkness, not light, pitch dark without a ray of brightness? Many were hoping, praying, expecting a rapture of God's people to take place on October 18 of this year, 2020. The date came and went, and there was no rapture. I'm very grateful that there was no rapture because it would have been a day of darkness for most. It would have been a a day of grave disappointment Woe to you who long for the day of the Lord. Why do you long for the day of the Lord? That day will be darkness, not light. Why? Well, he tells us why in verse 21. The Lord is speaking. He said, I hate 
I despise your religious feasts. I cannot stand your assemblies. Even though you bring me burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. I could change that and say, even though you bring your tithes and your offerings, I will not accept them. I have no regard for them, he says. Away with the noise of your songs, that is, your praise and your worship. Away with it. I will not listen to the music of your harps, but let justice roll on like a river, righteousness like a never-failing stream. What is he saying? He's saying that it's easy to say, I'm looking for the rapture of the Lord. He's coming. He's going to take his people. He's not going to take sinners. And he's not going to change you at the last second and make you a saint when you have disobeyed his commands. And you have loved the things of the world and you have been filling your heart with the husks of Sodom and Gomorrah where you have a cotton candy Jesus who has no teeth and no justice and no righteousness. And he's saying, the Lord will not accept that. You have lifted up the shrine of your king, the pedestal of your idols, the star of your God. Well, who were their idols? The, the calf gods. The calf gods. They were the prosperity gods. He's saying, you have gone after prosperity. Your preachers have taught you strategies for success. Everything is self-centered. Everything is about me and what I want. And now you want Jesus to come in a secret rapture and take you out of the trouble of our day. The very trouble of our day is meant to turn your heart from your wickedness and your sin, from my wickedness and my sin. And I've been repenting and saying, Lord, I've been so shallow. I've been so consumed with my own heart sorrow. Some of you have been consumed with your money and your anger, and your fornication, and your beer. You've been consumed with the world's entertainment. A brother said to me, I want to be a friend of God, but I know I can't be a friend of God if I don't do what God wants me to do. He's right. He's right. Woe to you, chapter 6 of Amos. Woe to you who are complacent in Zion and to you who feel secure on Mount Samaria. In other words, woe to you who feel comfortable in America. God is discomforting America. And we're coming to an election. And some of you are not going to like what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it because it's the holy word of God. Elections matter. And you can, in your false piety, sit off and say, I'm not going to vote for either candidate because 
They're both flawed. Do you understand? The election is not about a candidate. The election is about the principles that are espoused. One candidate espouses the murder of babies. The other, the protection of babies. One proposes liberal judges that will vote according to wickedness, defying the marriage made in heaven and setting up man's own rules. Well, the other candidate believes that a marriage is between a man and a woman. Marriage matters. Family matters. Antifa is totally, and Black Lives Matter is totally against the centrality of the husband and wife and the sacredness of the family unit. Go to their webpage. Look at what they say. My heart's broken for America and for the church. Woe to you who are complacent in Zion and heal for, and feel secure with your with your prosperity gods. You lie on beds inlaid with ivory and lounge on your couches. You dine on choice lambs and on fatted calves. You strum away on your harps like David and improvise on music instruments. You drink wine by the bowlful. You use the finest lotions. But you do not grieve over the ruin of Joseph. You do not grieve over the ruin of America. America is being destroyed. You understand? The businesses are being closed over a false pandemic. Oh, there's a COVID-19, but there was not a pandemic. I abhor the pride of Jacob. I detest his fortresses. I will deliver up the city and everything in it. For the Lord has given the command and he will smash the great house into pieces and the small house into bits. Amos is saying, look, don't say this is the Lord's land. Don't say this is America. We have it made here. We'll continue our our clubbing and our entertainment. We'll continue sitting in front of our televisions. We'll continue watching wicked videos. We'll continue walking with pornography and, and lust and fornication and adultery and divorce. The Lord hates divorce. Do you understand that? Joel says almost the same thing. Alas, for that day, for the day of the Lord is near, it will come like destruction from the Almighty. Don't be so sure you want a rapture because it's going to be accompanied with destruction from the Almighty. Has not the food been cut off before our very eyes? Joy and gladness from the house of our God 
Has not joy been cut off from the house of worship that you have been a part of? You have been vomited out of that house. And now we venture back very slowly. We need to venture back recognizing we have sinned as a church against God in America. And we must rend our hearts and pray. The seeds are shriveled beneath the clods. Do you realize there is a, in Colorado and California, other parts of our nation drying out and fires? It's not surprising to me that Oregon, Washington, and California, and Colorado have been the three places most struck by the fires. They're the, they're the states that have led in wickedness. That's hard for me to say because Colorado is my home state. I was born in Denver. I'm ashamed of Colorado. It has become a haunt of evil and destruction, of liberal policies, of tolerance, and ever-increasing evil, occultism, witchcraft, We're going to see famine in America. Even if America begins now to turn in repentance, some judgments will fall. They are already falling on America. Businesses have closed that will never reopen. Many of you are unemployed. And you're wondering, how am I going to survive? I can tell you by hearing the trumpet that is being blown in Zion today, as I sound the alarm on the holy hill of God, let all who live in the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming. It is close at hand, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and blackness, like dawn spreading across the mountains. A large and mighty army comes, such as never was of old, nor will ever be in ages to come. We are facing the greatest financial collapse in the Western world, in the history of the world. Before them fire devours, behind them a flame blazes. Before them the land is like the Garden of Eden, behind them a desert waste. Nothing escapes them. The Lord thunders at the head of his army. Verse 11, his forces are beyond number and mighty are those who obey his command. The day of the Lord is great. It is dreadful. Who can endure it? Even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in love. He relents from sending calamity. Who knows? He may turn and have pity and leave behind a blessing. He may leave behind a blessing for America if we will pray, if we will rend our hearts, if we will say, Lord God Almighty, we have sinned. So I am blowing the trumpet in Zion. 
I'm declaring a holy fast. I'm calling a sacred assembly on this broadcast. Gather the people, consecrate the assembly, bring together the elders, gather the children, those nursing at the breast. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her chamber. Let the priests who minister before the Lord weep between the temple porch and the altar. And let them say, Spare your people, O Lord. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? So today is a day of prayer. You're welcome to call. 877 534 0780. Lord, it's a very serious day. We have an election coming that truly matters. Not the men, what they stand for. Lord, your people, we have sinned against you. We have been satisfied with the husks of Sodom and Gomorrah. We have been casual before you. We have sought the things of entertainment and lifestyle. You have a caller? Lord, please come. Hello? We have a caller. Welcome. Please pray. Thank you, Pastor. Our Father, who are in heaven, we come to you, Lord, in humiliation, Father. We know, Lord, that we are in dire need of your presence in our life. We've been neglecting our way of living before your holy presence. We have come to a false holiness preach in almost every church, Lord, that have given us a false assurance that we are okay with you. Yes. And we have come to to see, Lord, when we read our scriptures, when we face what we believe it is okay in front of your standard of righteousness, that we are utterly lost, Lord. So we ask you, Lord, uh, that you will put your hand over America, Lord, that you will bring your pastors to know the truth, yes. that you will exalt those whom you have called, I can see in my city, a city, in my city, a church in every corner, and I have visited many of them, Lord. Um, all of those that I have visited, they are lost, Lord. Yes. They don't have a pastor who preaches the truth. They just have a person in front that preach what the what the cheap want to hear. And that is not a church. A church is a pastor. The pastor is the one that guides the sheep, not the other way around. Bless this nation, Lord, and put a brave heart in those that you have called to preach your word. And those that you have not called, Lord, take them out. Yes. Expose them by <clears throat> what they really are. Take them out. Don't allow them 
to preach the gospel any longer. We ask you for truth. Come to us, Lord, this day. We really need you, Lord. Father, we are really closing to the election day. We ask you, Lord, that whoever comes victorious out of this election be the one you have chosen for the good, Lord, and not for the bad of this nation. We ask you, Lord, that you don't bring judgment in our government because that will ensure us many years ahead of your judgment, Lord. We ask you, Lord, that you have to good standard the small people that you have risen to call out to you, Lord, that you will be pleased, that your wrath will be slow, Lord, and that you will give us good governors, good president, good administration in general, in every place of administration throughout the whole nation, Lord, people that will really look at you for the standards, Lord, as Solomon did when you asked him what he wanted, Lord. Yes. We ask you, Lord, that whatever judgment you will bring to this nation will not be governmental, Lord, because it will be, Lord, a downhill with no breaks if the wrong people get in the administration of this country. We ask you, Lord, that any judgment that you send us will be for repentance and not for destruction, Lord. Yes. Lord, there are people, Lord. There are people. There are not many, but there are some, Lord, that really are sincere, that they call to you night and day, that they fast and they pray, Lord. Lord, I also ask you that the people that have been born in this country call to pray. Where are they? Where are them? I don't see them any place. Let this crooked English prayer be an encouragement for those who can speak English properly. I ask you that whatever I say, Lord, wrong, you might put it in the air in the right way so no one will be confused with my prayer. Yes. I ask you, Lord, that you will come and you will show them, Lord, those who are here, who have been here for generations, Lord, the kind of blessings that you have put over them in your holy name, Lord. I pray. Amen. Thank you, brother. God bless Thank you. Thank you, Buster. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. Will you call and pray? This is your time. Mr. Producer, do we have any calls coming in? Phone lines are all open. They're for you. This is your time. 
Are you concerned about the election? Are you concerned about America? Are you concerned about your pastor and your church? Are you concerned about your own life? Will you pray? 877-534-0780. Welcome. Please pray. Lord, I pray for uh, mercy for our nation. I pray that um, you'd lead many people to repentance. I pray that if there has to be judgment, that you would lead uh, people to you through this. Um, I pray for the election of the president and the right representative and the judges who will judge rightly. I pray that uh, you would lead people to be clear on the issues Help them not to compromise. I pray for um, Christians to be motivated yes. to vote and to vote according to your word. I pray that um, the right judges would be elected, as you know, many of us have liberal judges, and I pray that uh, any wrong judges would be removed. Yes, Lord. I pray that uh, people would vote according to your values not just for social causes, but to but to truly seek your will. And I pray that you'll be glorified yes. in this election. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Is this Kayla from Alaska? Yes. I thought I recognized your voice. Thank you for praying. God bless mm-hmm. you, sister. Bye bye. Kayla is a stay at home mom. They're in ministry. And she's from Alaska. Thank you, Kayla. There are some of you from California, Washington State, other places. I know you're listening. Wherever you're at, you're welcome to call and pray. And I just ask, please remember Kayla in your prayers and her husband as they're laying everything on the line for Jesus. Pray for her children. 877-534-0780. Would you call and pray? Lord, I know you hear prayers. And I know you gave the word to Peter that we were to be humbled under your mighty hand, that we were to cast all of our worry upon you because you care for us. Lord, I know it's time for the American church to humble their heart before you. And to hear honestly that you do care for us. But the devil is walking around like a roaring lion seeking someone he can devour. And Lord, he's devouring many in the church with their quickly running after the idols of prosperity and sin, darkness, entertainment, whatever it is. 
Lord, I come today and simply set myself against the devil and his deceptions and his thuggery. I set myself against those who would be violent and destruction, stealing from whether it be a Walmart or wherever it is. Lord, I set myself against them in the name of Jesus, and I ask that the devil would be blocked in his attempt to destroy America. Lord, you said after we've suffered a little, you will confirm, strengthen, and establish us. And to you be all the glory and honor and power. Lord, you say that in First Peter, the fifth chapter. Lord, I just stand by faith today that you have set yourself against the proud, but that you give grace to the humble. So, Lord, today we humble our heart before you. And we praise you. And we worship you. Lord, I know there has to be a new awakening of our churches, of our pastors, of our people. In my heart, in our hearts, there must be a new awakening, a deeper understanding of what you're doing and what you want from us. And a putting away, a separating from the world, the flesh and the devil. Lord, please. Please, would you come? I praise you, Jesus. I praise you for your kindness and your grace and your mercy. You have treated us with such wonderful love beyond anything we could have imagined. Lord, I thank you. Thank you. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. I'm waiting on you. The time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God, and it's already begun. That's how we were vomited out of our churches. And now in many places they're saying, you can't celebrate Thanksgiving. You can't have your families over. You can't celebrate Christmas. You, you can't have your families over. Lord, it's a horrible thing to lock down a nation. It's a horrible thing to declare a pandemic when there is no pandemic. Judgment has begun at the house of God. And many of our churches are going bankrupt. And they're closing. Thousands of churches across America are closing. 
the pastors don't understand how to go to you and find their support. They don't understand that they must repent of their sin if their people is to be saved. Lord, would you come and rescue your church? Lord, we come not to rend our clothes, not to put ashes on our forehead. We come to rend our hearts. Mighty God of heaven, I plead your mercy. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. If there are no calls, I'm going to just play that piece of music again and wait on you. Our time is quickly going by. So call right now. Or I'll just wait and trust in the Lord. I prayed this morning and said, Lord, I can't convince people to do anything. Either you come and move in power and break this hardness of heart. I can't. This is a service of worship. Caller, welcome. Yes, please, please pray. Brother, we'll be praying in Spanish. Thank you. Do you hear me? Yes. Please pray. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Gracias, Señor. Gracias, Padre, por la oportunidad de poder orar, Señor, por esta nación en la que nos has permitido vivir, Padre. Gracias, Señor, por la oportunidad de tantas bendiciones, Señor, que has puesto sobre ella, Señor. Padre, que nunca olvidemos nosotros, Señor, las tantas maravillas, Señor, que nos has permitido vivir en ella, como para humillarnos ahora en la situación en la que estamos, Señor, para pedirte, Padre, que pongas tu mano, Señor, en ella. Permítenos ver, Padre, en estas elecciones, Señor, cómo nos concedes tu favor. Sabemos, Señor, que una de las partes, Padre, pretende prácticamente destruir el país, Señor, 
guiándolo, Señor, hacia la izquierda, Señor, hacia el comunismo, hacia el marxismo, hacia el odio y la destrucción, Señor. No lo permitas, Padre. Permítenos, Señor, ver cómo, Señor, la parte, Señor, que menos lejos está de ti, aunque no sea perfecta, Señor, sea, Padre, tu voluntad en estas elecciones, Señor. Permítenos, Padre, escoger los gobernadores, Señor, los senadores y todos los altos oficiales que dirigen, Señor, nuestra nación. Padre, aprovechamos para pedirte también y para agradecerte a la vez, Señor, por las cosas que han sucedido en la Corte Suprema, Señor. Nos unimos, Padre, a la oración de nuestro hermano, el Pastor Rey, para que remueva, Señor, o cambies el sentir, Padre, del Jefe de la Corte Suprema, Señor, que nos ha traicionado, Señor, miserablemente, Padre. Te ha traicionado a ti, Señor, no directamente a nosotros, sino a ti. Haz lo que tengas que hacer, Señor. Remuévelo, Señor. Permítele que cambie, Señor, o destruyelo, Señor como con aquellos que se hicieron pasar por profetas, Señor, y estaban en, en contra tuya, Padre, a medida que iban subiendo, Señor, su terquedad, tú subiste la condena en contra de ellos, Señor. Padre, gracias, Señor, por lo que hemos visto en estos días. Gracias, Padre, por permitirnos ver a nuestro presidente, Señor, abrazando, Señor, a Jesús cuando dijo públicamente, Señor, que Jesucristo es el jefe. Jesus Christ is the boss. Gracias, Padre. Gracias, Señor. Gracias por complacernos en eso que le estuvimos pidiendo, Señor, con dolor, Señor, por algún tiempo. Gracias, Señor. Gracias, Padre. Gracias. Thank you, Lord. Gracias, Señor. En el nombre de Jesús te pedimos, Señor, el perdón de nuestros pecados y que pongas sobre nosotros, Señor, pongas enfrente de nosotros todo pecado que esté alejándonos de ti, Señor. Llénanos con tu Espíritu Santo de tal forma, Padre, que no hay el menor de los espacios para nosotros en la carne. En el nombre de Jesús te lo pedimos todo, Señor. En el nombre de Jesús. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. We have time for at least one more call. But you'll have to call now. I know it's it's not easy to go online and pray over the air, but we have to throw the hand of the devil off and become very bold take a stand for Jesus so that's where we're at there has to be a change in the church in Washington and in the nation for the judgment of God begins at the house of the Lord if it's hard for us what will it be for the ones who don't obey the gospel of God at all. 
If the righteous is scarcely saved, where will the ungodly and the sinner appear in this judgment? That's what we're facing. My heart is is broken for the church, for the pastors, for my own life. We need Jesus to come in power and his Holy Spirit. We need a new work to be done in the church. It can't be done by human effort. It can't be done by human wisdom. It has to be done by the Spirit of the living God as we repent of our sins and seek his face earnestly. Seek his face. Lord, I just, I'm speechless before you, waiting upon you, O Lord, for that was what you told me to do. Wait upon the Lord. So, Lord, I wait upon you for revival in America for the turning of this nation from destruction to righteousness, for the election of men, if they will not help the gospel, at least not hurt the gospel. Lord, I stand by faith for the redemption of America for the restoring of this great nation to its foundation principles and pillars of freedom and righteousness, justice and mercy. Lord, would you come now? I release in the name of Jesus the Spirit of God over Washington, D.C. and over America, and I bind the powers of darkness I declare in the name of Jesus revival in America, a turning from sin unto righteousness. I do this in the mighty name of Jesus, knowing that it is the will of our Lord and Savior Jesus that much fruit would be born for the kingdom of God to bring glory to the Father. I ask, Jesus, that you would establish your holy kingdom over this nation. Thank you, Lord. Welcome. We have a caller. Please pray. Yes, are you there? Yes, yes. Please, Please pray. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I just ask you for agreement and prayer with Pastor Ray, Lord, for that divine release from heaven of the Holy Spirit across this nation. Lord, you sent this precious Holy Spirit into the world to convince man of sin yes. and of righteousness and of judgment. Lord. Yes. And God, a mighty divine release of the Holy Spirit's mission in the church and in America once again, God. Lord, we just ask for your will to be done during this time of election and all the elections, God, the presidential election, the governor's election, the senator's elections, the representative's elections, Lord, the mayor's elections, all the elections across this nation. God, we ask for your will to be done 
God, as you as we go into that voting booth, Lord, that your spirit would begin to work on the hearts and minds of people. And God, they would they would vote for the man that you want them to vote for, even beyond their own comprehension, Lord. They'll just vote for someone because it seems to be the right thing at the moment, God, because you're directing the hands and the minds and the hearts of people yes. as they go into that voting booth, God, and your will be done. Lord, we lift up all the Jewish people around the world in this rise of anti-Semitism. God, we curse anti-Semitism right now in the name of Jesus, Yes, God. And Lord... We just lift up the nation of Israel, that they would be high and lifted up around the world, Lord. And we thank you, God, that many nations are coming to make peace with them, Lord. And God, may it be a real peace in this hour. Your shalom, God. You said your shalom you leave with us, not as the world giveth, but as you giveth, Lord. Your mighty, mighty, powerful shalom in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, brother. Thank you. Do we have one more caller? We have about four minutes. 877-534-0780. Any more callers, Mr. Producer? No, sir. Okay. You've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. Next Monday, I'll begin again with the scriptures. I don't come with a personal agenda. I come to speak the word of God as plainly as I can. I am nobody. I don't have a place of standing. I'm simply one small footprint in this great city, one small voice calling for revival and reformation, calling for repentance and a humbling of our hearts before God. You can be a part of this ministry by both prayer and giving. To pray is not enough, and giving is not enough. It requires both prayer and giving, prayer and action, we're at the end of the month. I invite you to go to the upper right-hand corner of nationalprayerchapel.com and you're welcome to give. You can give online or you can go to or write to the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. I look forward to hearing, and please, if you're writing to me, don't just send a check, but write a brief note of encouragement telling me what Jesus is doing in your heart. I praise God for what he's doing in those that have been written. One brother, brother uh, Boyd, he, he writes me these wonderful letters describing what's going on in his life. I treasure every one. Well, we're almost out of time. I love you, my brother, my sister. I come to speak the word of God. If it moves in your heart as it does in mine, would you please subscribe to our YouTube channel? 
That way Google will spread the message more widely. And I look forward someday soon to being able to invite you to meet me personally. I'd love to meet you and pray with you, give you a hug, talk about Jesus. So I'm Ray Greenley, and you've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. God bless you, my brother, my sister. I'll talk to you soon.